Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all-natural benefits. Tenacity's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking to Debbie, who is sending us an audio question. And so I'm excited to share that with you. Let's get right to it. Here's Debbie's question. Hi, Gina. I would like to know how to curtail my anxiety when it comes to my insomnia. I had anxiety, which caused insomnia. Now the insomnia is causing anxiety. It's a life of its own. I almost have developed a phobia over the insomnia the fear of not sleeping, and how it's going to affect my life. And often when I lay down, I have panic attacks for fear of not sleeping, which I know increases the hormones and the cortisol and the panic, which makes it impossible to sleep. So you can definitely um, use this in the podcast, and I'd love a response. Thank you. Debbie, thank you so much for sharing your struggle. Uh, You are not alone. Insomnia and anxiety go hand in hand, and uh, not everybody struggles with it, but many, many people do. So thank you for sharing, because my answer to you will help 
many others. So in in that way, know that you are actually reaching a hand out to help others also. I want to share some thoughts that she brought up. She said originally anxiety caused her to have sleep challenges or difficulties or insomnia. And now it feels to her as if the insomnia is causing her anxiety. So once again, you can see how so many things in our lives with anxiety go in this endless loop. And so what we want to do is interrupt the loop, whether it is from being afraid of being afraid, being afraid of a health issue, being afraid of an elevator, being afraid fuels the fire. Being afraid of not sleeping fuels the fire. Not sleeping fuels the fire of more fear. So we're going around and round with In this particular case, it is simply with sleeping and the issue around sleeping. And she's feeling that it's actually come to possibly being like a phobia. Yes, you were absolutely right, Debbie, when you brought up the idea of the hormones. And that's very true. Um, But one of the things that doesn't always get talked about with the hormones is that we interpret that how that physical feeling is playing out in our bodies. We can interpret it as simply excitement, simply as I have released the hormones, my adrenaline is flowing, my cortisol is flowing, and there it is. I'm going to have to ride this out because there is no stopping it once it's started. But if we can get to safety, and I know you have heard me say this so many times, But it is very important to remind ourselves that if we can get to safety, we can actually begin to let that present cascade of hormones flow and dissipate. Or we can let that cascade of hormones flow and we can keep adding more to that flow. And we add more by being afraid of what those feelings mean. Now, this takes practice. This doesn't happen overnight. And I don't expect everybody to just because I said it, be able to go home and do it. It takes practice. It takes being reminded. It takes talking about it because we lose track. We forget that we were even working on interrupting the cycle. So let's talk about some places that we can interrupt the cycle besides our thinking, besides interpreting those feelings, the fear feelings of meaning something horrible. Now, for Debbie, this is meaning I'm not going to be able to go to sleep because now my anxiety is ramped up, or it could be the reverse, that she couldn't sleep, and then she gets afraid of not being able to be asleep, and that sends off a cascade of hormones. So you can see it doesn't matter where it starts, chicken or the egg here, right? doesn't matter. We don't have to find the the first cause of it and root that out and burn it down. We don't have to do that. We have to interrupt it, and we have to practice being in that interrupted space. So there are some things that we can do, and we need to do these consciously and willingly and very 
often. We don't do it just once, but you might want to make a list of things that I'm going to outline here and see if there are some things here that appeal to you or that are your issue. Now, everything doesn't apply to everyone, but find what can work for you and put it into your daily life. Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More podcast. We want to recommend the Say More podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So if you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, Hormone Harmony is the thing for you. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One of the things we want to do is to be done eating an hour before we go to bed. Now that's goes without saying, but I have to say it anyway, because it is very important. Our digestive system is uh, working very hard in that first hour, 
We don't want to be trying to relax and put shut everything down when that is still ramped up. That's a little bit confusing. We are not little pigeonholed little systems. Every single system in our body affects other systems. Every hormone that's released, every element that we take in is all part of the whole. And so we have to remember that when we take care of one thing, such as Debbie taking care of your sleep for your anxiety, other things are going to fall away, things you didn't even know you were struggling with. But let's work on your sleep today. I know you've heard this one a thousand times, but be sure to eliminate all caffeine, no matter what time of day it is, no matter what kind of caffeine it is. I know I'm reading all kinds of things all the time, people saying, well, the caffeine in this particular item it is, isn't like coffee or tea. Um, caffeine causes the body to release hormones that are Some of them are the very same hormones that we release when we are anxious, when we are in fight or flight. No caffeine. Don't add insult to injury in your journey here through anxiety. Please eliminate all caffeine all day long, not even first thing in the morning. Another one that people don't think about so much because it seems like it really helps is alcohol. Some alcohol is fine, such as a glass of wine or a drink at dinner time. What happens is after that, the alcohol begins to start to affect our sleep, the depth of our sleep. So we don't want any more than one glass of wine or one cocktail, whatever, one beer, whatever it is that your alcoholic beverage is at dinner time. Anything later than that may begin to interrupt the depth and the pattern of your sleep. And um, next we want to look at, because Debbie sent the question and I didn't get to ask her a lot of questions, but um, I, so I don't know if her problem is falling asleep or staying asleep. And sometimes we are awakened because of snoring. So if you snore, you want to have your snoring evaluated and see if you are dealing with sleep apnea. Another thing you want to look at is uh, possibly raising the head of your bed a little bit. I actually experimented with this, and I kind of went to the extreme. I am always the guinea pig for these things I talk about, and uh, I raised it to what they said was like the maximum. It was not a good plan. I didn't sleep at all that night. So, But if you have an apnea or a breathing issue, raising the head of your bed even a little bit can help relieve some of the pressure. Sleep on your side. The sides of sleep that they say are the best is in this order, uh, right side, left side, back, and belly. So belly being the least uh, productive for your sleep, right side being the best. So again, it's right side, left side, back, and then belly. You could try to take some melatonin, Debbie, to break the cycle, right? We're trying to interrupt here. So melatonin can be helpful. You don't want to rely on it. It's a normal hormone in your own body that you should be releasing as the sun is setting, but perhaps you're off kilter because you haven't been sleeping. It's okay to try to reset by using something like melatonin. And you would take at the max three milligrams 
for resetting your biological clock. And um, again, you want to take that about an hour or so before you would want to be going to sleep. Now, big word on melatonin here is that you can be resetting your own melatonin naturally by getting bright sunlight in the morning. The earlier you get your bright sunlight, the earlier your melatonin will start coming and being released in the evening. It's a clock, an internal clock, and so it goes by our sunlight exposure, which is why we get all goofed up when we live in climates that don't have any sunlight for months on end. It's a real issue, but um, if you live where you can get some kind of sunlight, even if it's cloudy, that is still very bright, and it is good to get that in the early morning. Again, we want to caution on the screens, the blue light before bed, you know, an hour or two before bed, try to keep the screens. Uh, you can use the screen light changers, which make it a little bit more orange, or you can wear amber glasses. But really do consider the blue light from the screen as causing people to not be able to fall asleep or stay asleep. Light is as important as all the vitamins and minerals and everything else in our life and air and water. The light, light heals us. Light is part of our being able to be alive. So, we have to take it, this into consideration in how we are treating ourselves with the light that is available to us. Natural light being best, obviously we need times of darkness for sleeping. And so try um, also keeping your bedroom dark. If you need blackout curtains, go ahead and get them and use them. It's very important. Some people are kept awake at night or cannot fall asleep simply from the moon. So on those full moon nights, you may need to be using some blackout curtains, or you may have a street light. Whatever it is, this is very important. And we don't always put it together. It doesn't always seem like that was the dot that I needed to connect, but light is very important. I also like the use of homeopathics for sleep. And I have a long history with homeopathic medicines and what I like about them is there will be no side effects and they do not change your sleep patterns. Um, unlike prescription sleep medications, do not help heal you so that you can sleep on your own. But some of these homeopathics can take the edge off of your inability to fall asleep or your uh, inability to stay asleep. And uh, I suggest using uh, Calm's Forte, which is from Highlands. You can use Chamomilia from Boyron. Um, or the uh, combination uh, homeopathic from Boyron is called quietude. So you may want to try one of those. No side effects and um, no disruption of your natural sleep pattern. It'll actually help you to re reinstate your natural sleep pattern. Again, we're back to our magnesium. Therapeutic doses of magnesium can really help you get the rest you need. You can do it by um, Epsom salt baths in the evening. You can use the magnesium spray on your skin. If you are both of those, if you are sensitive to taking magnesium internally, or you can use one of the many picoionated 
magnesiums that are on the market now that will not disrupt your your gut and cause you to be in the bathroom regularly. Although sometimes when people have constipation, all you need to do is add your magnesium supplement and you are fine. So um, we're working on all kinds of things here today. What I found has helped a lot of people interrupt the pattern of not being able to sleep, uh, the pattern of nighttime fear, the paranoia of being able to fall asleep, is using some gentle yoga or stretching before bed to unwind a bit, but not to overstimulate your system. So try some evening yoga and see if gentle stretching might help to relax you enough so that you can let those muscles relax and actually fall asleep and stay asleep. Again, we're trying to interrupt the cycle so that we can get our head out of it. You know, what Debbie was describing was her fear and the fear feeding the fire, or is it the sleep that's feeding the anxiety? It's a loop, and we have to interrupt it in the places that we can. Again, I want to mention getting outside early in the day so you can get that sunlight because that is what promotes your melatonin to be released 12 hours later. How about a gentle walk after dinner? Again, we don't want to overstimulate by exercising really hard in the evening. Sometimes that keeps people awake. and uh, But a gentle walk can help to actually relax us. So you may want to look into calming along with the gentle yoga, maybe a nice walk. Want to be sure that our room temperature is comfortable for sleeping, and that's usually at 68 degrees or lower. And uh, if you tend to be overly warm, but you like to be covered up, you can make sure that you keep your feet outside of the covers. That will help keep your body temperature a little bit lower. And again, we want to make sure that our bedroom is associated with sleep. You know, we can have the lingering energies of work or of, uh, you know, projects, whatever else we were doing in the bedroom. Keep your bedroom, you know, for sleep and sex and let everything else stay out in the regular living quarters. If you do not sleep well, you want to have a little nest. You want it to be totally inviting for sleep. Make sure it's clean and it's clear and it's got, it's filled with the essential oils that you love and the, the textures and the fluffiness that you love. Um, so make it work for you. Make sure that it is darkened with heavy curtains or blackout curtains if you have too much light showing up. And you want to be comfortable. Now, this is really different for everybody. Some people like to be on very hard, firm mattresses. Other people like soft. Some people like a lot of pillows. Others not at all. Find what works for you and actually make it happen. The fact, Debbie, that you have had a little bit of a struggle with your sleep, your mind has probably attached the bed as like a torture chamber. It happens. When people have insomnia, the bed is not an an inviting place at all. So I want you to switch it up if that means getting new sheets and pillows and maybe moving the bed to a different position. Really take your environment into account when you are trying to interrupt this cycle. 
Another good thing to do is to meditate or pray at bedtime. Have that be the last thing you do before you lay your head on the pillow. Can really help to bring the energy level down. Many people fall asleep trying to meditate, so why not use that to your advantage? You can use the body scan meditation, which we have on the website. You can go over to anxietycoachespodcast.com and go to the body scan page and um, grab that and see if that helps you to relax. That's very comforting for many, many people. It's what they listen to before they go to sleep. Other, and once you've listened to it a few times, you can just commit it to memory and, and do it yourself. And that's the best way to go to sleep without any sounds going on or any directions, you know, just relaxing into your nice, comfortable, fresh bed. Finally, if you are having trouble falling asleep and you are awakened in the middle of the night, whichever the case may be, lay in bed with your prayer or your mantra. Just be there with it. Let it roll through you. Let that be your comfort, your touchstone. Know that you are safe. Even if you you can use that as your mantra, I am safe. All is well. This too shall pass. But we get afraid that we won't be able to function in the morning and I have a big meeting. And the reality is, the sooner you can let go of that one meeting, the sooner you will stop having an issue because we keep bringing it back to that. Well, I just have to get through tomorrow. I'll worry about my sleep the next night. It never comes. We have to just draw the line today and say, it doesn't matter if I don't sleep tonight. It's okay. I won't die. I won't go crazy. I will get tired and I will fall asleep. And I'm willing to pay the price of that until it comes because then you are eliminating the vicious cycle of the fear feeding the insomnia and the insomnia feeding the fear. Let yourself off the hook. You'll be tired, but you'll be fine. Believe me, if you've ever been a parent, any parent will tell you, if you have your kids close enough together in age, you go years and years and years without sleeping throughout the whole night or getting a full night's sleep. And if you have sick children, chronically ill children, no sleep happening. It's just a part of life. And believe me, as nature has set it up, parents have been able to do it forever. So take yourself out of it by letting yourself off the hook and saying, I have to be perfect and get eight hours of sleep and uh, or seven or five, whatever number you have come up with for yourself. Let it be. Really take yourself off the hook and see if by just going with the flow and letting it be, if you wake up, it feels uncomfortable, either lay in your bed with your mantra or your prayers, or if you want to get up and get a drink of water and sit and meditate, but use it as free time. It's quiet time. No one's going to call you. No one's going to knock on your door and ask you to do anything for them. No one's going to ask you to make a snack in the kitchen. So use it as your quiet time. We have to reframe this and let it be not so earth shattering. And then we will be able to actually start to relax enough to sleep. I hope that this has been helpful for you. Debbie, I so appreciate that you sent your question into us. 
And I hope that everybody listening benefited from the answer. If you would like to send a question in, you can go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and on the homepage, you will see a little microphone on the right-hand side and you can leave uh, your question. You get 90 seconds to leave a question and just let me know that it's okay to play it on the air and we'll do that. And now for today's quote. People look for retreats for themselves in the country, by the coast, or in the hills. There is nowhere that a person can find a more peaceful and trouble-free retreat than in his own mind. So constantly give yourself this retreat and renew yourself. And that's from Marcus Aurelius. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then... Be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.